Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's here for either food, a fight, or something more intimate. My name's Joe, and with me to talk to you about the movie Godzilla King of the Monsters, I have one other titan, and his wow. name is Sequel. It's a Sequel and Joe show. Again. <laughs> the podcast is putting on an intimidation display. And Corey put a bet in. The podcast is just a bunch of horny murdering carnivores. Kind of goes with your line. Yeah, kind of. It works. Corey couldn't join us because... Traffic. Yeah, like, serious. It sounds like a lame excuse, but really, really bad traffic. Insane traffic. He won't be home for another hour, so... But don't you worry. He sent me his thoughts on the movie, and he did it using text-to-speech, so you're in for a treat when we get there later. That's going to be hilarious. It's going to be so good. (laughs) I haven't read it out loud yet. It's going to be weird. But enough about Godzilla, because we watched other stuff that's not Godzilla that we're going to talk about first. Hey, sequel, what did you watch? I watched a movie called The Outsiders. Never heard of it. Yes, you have. Is it based on some kind of book? It is. By S.E. Hinton? Very good. Did you read the book? I did. In school? Or for pleasure? I think both. I forget if school or not school was first. I saw the movie on TV... Found out it was based on a book, then went out and read the book. Star Studded. This happened last week. No, it didn't. This is like the third <laughs> or fourth time I saw it. I actually watched the special edition, which isn't nearly as good. The director's cut? They added a lot. 22 extra minutes. That seems like a lot. Yeah. For the outsiders. And it's a lot. It's, it's all things that are in the book. But the thing that pissed me off is they added like 50s rock music over the original score and it doesn't really fit there's not a lot to rock about in that movie no there, there really isn't like the rumble scene used to have like this powerful score behind it now it's just like generic 50s sock hop <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and I wound up buying the special edition because it was like five dollars and it's only the special edition like Oof. I have no option to watch the theatrical cut so I forget which version I have, but I bought it at Walmart for like $3 What's the about color 10 of, years ago. What's the color of the case? Black. Okay, you have the theatrical cut. Awesome. The special edition is a dark red. Yeah, it's definitely not red. Yeah, but you're right though. Star-studded cast. Swayze. Rob Lowe. Before Milos, their prime. Mila Estevez. The Mighty Ducks Man himself. <laughs> Tom Cruise. And Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, and the star C. Thomas Howell, who went who, on to do his career never took off. He did that movie where he's in blackface. It's been really, <laughs> it was really poorly received. It's very true. <laughs> he's in E.T. That came out before Outsiders. One of the kids on the bikes. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I finished reading The Dark Knight Returns. That was excellent. That was outstanding, phenomenal. Hated the ending. Oh no! I really was disappointed by the ending. That sucks. They should have just ended it two pages earlier. <laughs> Would have been fine. It's really, the last two pages were like. Is it like one of those things where they tried to make a twist happen, but it was so much better before the twist? Like the twist was made it less satisfying. I guess I can't spoil it because it came out over thirty years ago, and yes, I don't care. So he. Avert your ears if you haven't read The Dark Knight Returns. If the artwork's incredible, the story's incredible, they could make a hard R movie about four hours long, it'd be awesome. I'll just bleep it, guys, it's fine. The the end is, uh... <laughs> so, he gets into a fight with Superman, but he plans it out so well, and uh, he winds up having a heart attack and he dies. Batman dies. What? He, he, gets, he gets outed as Bruce Wayne... As soon as he dies, Alfred gets alerted, and he destroys Wayne Manor. And Alfred actually suffers a stroke and dies. Wow. And then they're at the funeral, and Clark Kent is at the funeral, and he hears a heartbeat. Then he turns around, and he sees somebody he recognizes as female Robin, and he gives a wink to her. Stephanie Brown? Uh, Carrie Kelly. Damn it. And, um, yeah, the, the last panel is Superman's actually alive. He was, I mean, uh, Batman's actually alive. Superman heard his heartbeat. They pulled the BVS. And well, BVS pulled the, the yes. And uh, they're planning the, the sons of Batman uh, 
Carrie Kelly and Bruce Wayne are planning to train and rule Gotham for the next 50 years undetected because everybody thinks he's dead. I just haven't died. That's it. He was planning it for like the last couple issues of the, of the series and it would have been so much better if he actually died. Yeah, they don't usually do that though. No, they don't. Because it's comics, I get it, but yep. they, just, they just should have. Still yeah, I mean, Batman. Alfred died for no reason. Yeah. He pretty much killed his caretaker. It's messed up, Bruce. It is. Totally messed up. Very selfish. Wait, is it Bruce or is it Thomas in that? Bruce. Oh, it is Bruce. Okay. It's it's uh, ten years after Bruce Wayne retired, he goes back to it. Gotcha. It is very, it's very good. That's what I've heard. Quick read, too. And we saw Rocketman together. What? <laughs> We did see Rocketman together. I liked it. It was good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. No, it, it. gives him a star, but I've been saying that for years. He is a star. He's getting a lot of a lot of buzz. Hopefully it's not too early. We shall see. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's the kind of movie where people, at least the people who vote on that kind of thing are going to remember. True. Because I don't know what else is coming out that's going to be sensational. Plus, it's, it's you, you can't watch this and not compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody. And Robbie right. Malik won Best Actor for Bohemian Rhapsody without singing. He didn't sing any of the songs. sang the entire movie. He sure as hell did. Which is ballsy. And clearly they had faith in him. Because he doesn't sound exactly like Elton John, but it's good. It still works. Passable, yeah. right? He looks so much like Elton John in a couple in a couple of the scenes. Yes. I actually did like a double take. I was like, is that de-aged Elton John? No, no, it's still him. Uh, especially at the end of the movie where they're showing, like... Once he gets the earring, it's the big thing. Yes. He looks so much like Elton John. And they, they were showing, like, newspaper clips and magazine clips of young Elton John. And I'm like, wow, they did a really good yeah. job with uh, makeup and hairstyle. They'll definitely get nominated for that. Oh, yeah. makeup and hairstyle. Definitely. Elton John was a... <laughs> costume absolutely for that movie. <laughs> Elton John was a flashy dude. He sure was. Still is. Even more than I ever knew. That's about it for me, Joe. What have you been watching? Well, I know you watched Dark Phoenix. The only spoiler question I want to ask... Oh, yeah, I did see Dark Phoenix. It's, it's not spoiler at all. Is there at least one optic blast in the movie? Optic blast? It's like off using his, his eye beams. Does he use it at least oh, one yes. time? Yes, okay. yes, that's yes. All I need. That's all yes. I need to not hate that movie completely. Okay, great. What I will say is... Well, don't, don't, don't talk about it. No, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil okay. anything. Just when you see it, go into it with an open mind. I already intend to. Ignore I expect the, nothing out of this movie, so I'm going with the most open of minds. Ignore the critics. Yep. Make your own... Form uh, your own opinion. Oh, I will. I will. Alright, now on to what I've watched. Talked about Rocketman's, we can get rid of that, so there's just two movies left. I watched Mission Impossible, but Ghost Protocol... How was that? It was good. It was, was good? good? It was good. Was it overhyped for you? No. I actually, for some reason, I flopped... Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation. Oh. Like I thought Rogue Nation was the next one I had to watch. Okay. And then I was bummed out because I was going to have to like find a way to watch it, probably rent it. And then I saw Ghost Protocol and I was like, wait, Ghost Protocol is the one that Bennett sent us. That's right. So you had that one. So I already had it. I was able to fire that up and within, in minutes I was watching it That's for no extra charge. That's how physical media works. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Bennett. Shout out to Bennett. Yeah. Coming in clutch. Solid guy. Appreciate it. Solid movie? What'd you think? Yeah, the movie's good. I'm trying to think how I compare it to the other ones. Tom Cruise back to kind of long hair. That was interesting. Long, yeah, long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quite as long as two. But right. Not obnoxiously long. Yeah, yeah. Not early 2000s Tom Cruise. It's the first Simon Pegg. Hmm? It's the first Simon Pegg mission about No, him. he's in three. Oh, is he? Yeah, so yeah they introduced him in three. He's the field agent in this one. Gotcha. I was surprised this is the... I was... My thing with watching them now is finding out what happens to Tom Cruise's love interest. Right. Because the one from 2 disappears completely and is never brought up again. He has the wife in 3. Right. And then he's actually, they still, the wife's still in the picture a little bit kind of. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's almost yeah. like a Peter Parker, Mary Jane scenario. Like, I can't be with you because my enemies know. And <laughs> At least they like reference her in this. Yes. And I was going to be really, dis- I was really disappointed because the bulk of this movie, no Ving Rhames. Yeah. No. I was looking forward to seeing Ving and then finally at the end for a nothing cameo. I was like, come on. Is it Ving He's Rhames? Luther. Or is it Michael Clark Duncan? Ving Rhames. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm sure of. I knew that too. That was a thing we do. Yeah. 
It's a fun game to play. It is a fun game to play. Try, try it at work or on your commute to work or from work. There's a fun theme song that I'm not going to sing. It's really just those words except the music. <laughs> <laughs> you can mm. you can imagine that on your own. And the other movie that I watched was a uh, an interesting movie. I watched Mandy. Oh, that's the uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I heard it's like gross. <laughs> it's a little gross. Yeah, it's like two half movies. The first hour of the movie. Is incredibly slow. Okay. And I don't know what's going on. And I was doing other stuff while I was watching it. Because I just didn't care. Sure. And then the second movie just turns into this action thriller. It's still a little slow. But okay. it's significantly easier to watch than the first half. I heard there's one scene that's tough to stomach. And I struggle with that stuff anyway. So I kind of avoided those. So you probably shouldn't watch this. Okay. I don't remember specifically what scene they would be talking about. But... It's reasonably gory that you may not enjoy it. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of weird shit. In I have movie. to be in the mood. Yeah. I don't think I will be anytime soon. No. I rented it for 99 cents. So I was like, why not? Great value you got. Yeah. Nick Cage movie for a dollar. That's it. Sold. Love Nick Cage. He's a, he's a national treasure. He sure is. People think he's a bad actor, but he is not a bad actor. Sometimes he just makes he is. interesting choices. He's a bad actor, like, at least 50% of the time. But when he goes full Nick Cage. Oh, he goes full Nick There's a scene in this movie. <laughs> he doesn't even say a word in the scene, but he's so Nick Cage about it. It's just him yelling in a bathroom, nursing a wound, drinking out of a liquor bottle. This is the it's scene incredible. that I heard about. Alright, I kind of want to so see Nick it It's so Nick Cage. Alright, I have to see this now. Yeah, it's like some kind. It's like taken mixed with like, what's that weird? Is it heavy metal? That weird animated rock heavy, movie? The heavy metal, heavy metal two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen those, but I imagine if you took Taken and smashed that into heavy metal, it's like that. It, that's I'm what this movie is kind of like. A thousand percent intrigued now. <laughs> like I just kind of not want to record the show. Go watch it. <laughs> well, too bad. <laughs> what's the tomato? We have score? dozens of people that we don't want to let down. That's right. Literally dozens. I texted my friend, cute dog, by the way. <laughs> and he wrote back, thanks, bro. He shit right on the floor. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> Have fun with that. Right? Mandy's tomato score. 91! Wow. It takes place in 1983. It's an acquired taste. Phantasmagoric Journey. Filled with bloody vengeance and laced with deadly fire. I kind of want to see this. It's, yeah, it sounds right from that description. Just have a book ready for the first half. Okay. Uh, and that's what we've been watching. That's it. Let's do the movie facts for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I don't know why I'm delivering it so weird, but Godzilla, King of the Monsters came out this year. It just happened a week ago. PG-13, two hours, 12 minutes long. Directed by Michael Doherty. I don't know him. Never heard of he him. also wrote the movie. He didn't direct the first one? I uh, didn't look it up. Probably oh, right. <laughs> but maybe. The movie stars Kyle Chandler. God, I don't know how to... Vera Farmiga? Yes. Farmiga? 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 There's no one in there. Then Farmiga. Millie Bobby Brown, who I didn't realize was 11 from Stranger Things until... Really? Until, like, looking this up, yeah. Not, wow, Okay. Bradley Whitford, did you not know that, or, did you not, or were you surprised that I didn't know that? I was surprised you didn't know that. Yeah, that's fair. Bradley Whitford, Ken Watanabe, Zeng Zi Zi Yi. Sure. Zayai, I don't that's stupid, it's not Zayai, it's definitely not that. <laughs> My favorite name of the bunch, Charles Dance. Nice. I wonder who he was. Aisha Hines, or Aisha Hines, and Thomas Middleditch. Okay. Budget of the movie. Well, all right. Sally Hawkins is in it. Yeah, but she's not a starring role. But she was a big part of the first one. Sure, that's not this one. But I feel we should... Sally Hawkins was also in this. And, yeah, okay. Are you happy now? Yes. She made me compromise my ideals again. I did. Budget for the movie was $170 million. So far, it's grossed worldwide $190 million. Domestic, $60 million. Okay, so I was probably not going to double its budget, right? 
But the third installment of this is already in the can, so... In the can meaning they're not making it, or it's already... In the can meaning it's done. So oh, okay. we're getting Kong vs. Godzilla. See, in the can sounds like it's garbage. That's like in the film can. Canister. Okay. Can. That's right. what it means. That's fair. Yes. But it just sounds like they're distracted. <laughs> they should change that term. It's misleading. Okay. The score is for Godzilla King of the Monsters. We got Rotten Tomato coming in at a hot 40%. Certified garbage. <laughs> Certified trash. <laughs> Nuclear trash. I said Sub- it nuclear on purpose. <laughs> Audience score on tomatoes at eighty five percent. Kind of went the other way on it. Yeah. IMDb six point eight out of ten. Metacritic forty eight with a user score that falls in line with the other one seven point eight. That's all over the damn place, huh? Yeah. IMDb way to way to hedge your bet. Sure. As always, those are the movie facts for Godzilla, the second one. Tired of saying the full title. King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. It's good to be the king. Along with the king. Along with the king. Let's get into our general thoughts, which as always are spoiler free. Hey, sequel, I guess you're going first. Well, it's not a very good movie, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's This movie's really bad. I, if you take all the humans out of it and just show, I guess, a half hour of monsters doing their thing and fighting and... Maybe show humans running around screaming and evacuating. I would have preferred that more. The humans ruin this for me. Most of them are annoying. They're stupid. There's a lot of this movie that doesn't make sense. The villain of this movie is not a monster at all, I feel. And, yeah, I guess I'm not that familiar with the... With the... the with Titan lore. I didn't really see the Godzilla movies of the 60s of people in suits running around. There's so many of them. There, there are a lot. Um, so, I don't know if anything was like shocking or fan service or... I expected them to show King Kong at least once. Yeah, it was weird that they didn't. Because right? they're making this whole hullabaloo about it being a connected universe and they just talked about Skull Island no yeah. less than 12 times. Exactly. But never showed Kong. Yeah, they, the picture. they really threw that in your face. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, this is a... Nah, nah. Not a, not a fan. Yeah, me either. I don't really think it was very good. Like you said, the if you're going for the monster fights, you're going to be fine with this. I saw it with my girlfriend. That's what she went for. She was pleased with it. That's good. I think as far as the movie goes, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff wrong with this and a lot of dumb choices that they made. Yes. Well, that was the criticism of the first movie, was there was not nearly enough Godzilla fighting. There's honestly still not enough in this for how long of a movie it is. It's way too long. Two hours and 12 212 minutes. does not need to be that long. No, and it, it felt long, too. Yeah. It's not a quick 212. Like, yeah. I, I honestly thought Endgame was a faster-paced movie. I think, I think, I mean, this is no The Meg, because The Meg to me felt like four hours. It was like an hour and a half? I think it was like an hour 45. Wow. Maybe two hours. <laughs> But that's not what we're here to talk about. But yeah, Endgame at three hours flew by definitely faster than this 212 did. For sure. I agree. Yeah, it's not written well. Nope. Not written well at all. But enough of these non-spoiler review stuff. Let's get on to the good part. From here on out, we're spoiling Godzilla King of the Monsters. If you haven't seen it yet and you want to know, and you think there's, for some reason, something to spoil about Godzilla King of the Monsters... This is your chance to get out before we tell you all the specific details. Spoiler starting right now. Corey? So, <laughs> <laughs> so Mayor Ferminga's character. Uh huh. Her plan is to destroy all humans. She is the worst person <laughs> in the entire world. If, I'm glad we're starting on this. Like she's Thanos? Like, alright, <clears throat> I'm gonna wipe out everyone who can't get to a bunker. And these titans are going to rule as they should have all along, and then we will therefore survive as a planet. Like, A, who gives you this authority? Her hubris does. <laughs> B, why do we think that's going to work? Just because plant life has grown where the monsters have? So stupid. Even, even, even worse, my whole problem with this is... So the twist, I guess, is that she's working with the terrorist guy who raids the thing and kidnaps and quote-unquote kidnaps them. She had all her colleagues killed yes. in a situation that she set up that could have easily been avoided. 
I hate that so much. It starts the movie, basically. Bang, point blank, shot right in the head, right in front of her and her daughter. Yeah. Daughter's freaking out. Your co-workers and, and friends, your daughter's not in on it. You are the what? worst, most miserable human being. Is her daughter not in on it? Or she just wasn't expecting it to happen right then and there? Because I, I feel the daughter knows the plan. I feel like she let her in on it later. After the like After they got kidnapped, she's like, no, this is part of my plan. We're gonna help save. We're gonna rejuvenate the world. That's f- that's from something. I think it's from a video. Is it from Tales of Symphonia? Perhaps I don't know. Hopefully, familiar. someone out there got that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, she's she's awful, and she dies in it. And I'm very happy. <laughs> oh yeah, she would have been so unsatisfying if she didn't die because she she deserved to 100. If there's a number above 100, that's how much she deserved to die in this. Ah. Terrible. One of the worst movie characters she's in really terrible. recent memory. Yep. Not redeeming at all. And even like when she's trying to, when the family's like sort of reuniting and they're, she's working with Kyle Chandler to get their daughter back. And I just wanted the whole, yeah. all of them smash this go. Guys are going to step on this car right now. I was thinking to myself, how are you going to try to push this redemption arc on me when she tried to end humanity? She sure did. You can go fuck yourself, movie. There's 60 bunkers around there if I suggest you get to one of them. Wow, maybe fill that into the rest of the population. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Ridiculous. She is awful. And Millie Bobby Brown's getting some praise for her performance. I didn't think she was that good either. She's, I think she was good. She was good enough in it. Every character in this is written horribly. Her, she was one of like three characters I actually felt some kind of connection towards. Well, I guess I had three favorite characters. So did I. And she's one of them. She was not one of them. Oof. Two of my favorite characters... Die. Okay, I'm glad we have at least one character in common. Ken Watanabe's name. Yes. Yes. But there's something about that whole scene that makes zero sense to me. We'll get to that. Okay. But Sally Hawkins is my other favorite character. She does nothing in this. But I liked her character a lot from the first one. I don't remember. I didn't remember she was in. I saw Sally Hawkins come on screen. I was like, why did Sally Hawkins agree to do this movie? <laughs> she's, the, she's the only one in Monarch that's pro-monster, but also, like, is aware of the situation at hand. Like, all of them are... Wow. <laughs> the ice cream man is coming around at almost 9 o'clock at night. I want ice cream. So do I. <laughs> but bold move coming around when it's dark. Do ice cream mans take credit card this day and age? I feel like they I should. Know. I feel like they should. It would be amazing if we just took an ice cream man break <laughs> in the middle of the podcast. And we're we'll, back. we'll be right back. <laughs> Come on, Mr. 2000, let's go. Oh, they drive like Mr. 3000. They drive like. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. 2199. So, yeah, everyone in Monarch is a Godzilla fanboy. And she is, but she also is aware of the situation at hand, being like. Hey, yeah, Godzilla's really cool, and we want success for him, and we want to coexist, but, yeah, we also don't want to die. And I feel she's the most grounded member of Monarch, and I appreciated that. That's probably why she got the least amount of screen time. In this one, yes. And my other favorite character is Bradley Whitford. Oh, I hated him. The lines people wrote for him are so awful. They're supposed to be funny, but they're not. It's, It's just... They're like, all right, Mr. Whitford, just sit in this chair, and here's some zingers for you. <laughs> on Wikipedia, when I was looking this up, I read that they based the character on Rick from Rick and Morty. Wow, that's a stretch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, if he was drinking from a flask every two seconds, yeah, maybe I would buy mi- it. They said that he was drinking a lot. I didn't pick up on that, but I was checked out for a lot of this movie. I was really happy when his Hollow Earth theory came true, though, because he kept, like... Pushing it, and he was really pushing an agenda. Yeah, there. but he was he was accurate. But the the Ken Watanabe self sacrifice yeah. scene—it's the best part of the movie, I think. It's I there. I don't understand an aspect of this. Okay. They're Let's underwater, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, I guess there's a random air pocket down there. Because when he gets out of the sub, he's able to take his helmet off, breathe fine. He's on dry land. Yeah. I don't understand where the hell that is. 
Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm no scientist. I don't understand. But it really threw me. Radiation me. did something to the Earth. That's why it's so heavily rated over there. I'm just. I'm willing to write it off in a movie that has giant kaiju running around attacking each other. <laughs> sure, but it's weird. You went underwater. You went to an underwater temple, and all of a sudden, there's like. An air pocket, and you if can just walk around. I told you it was the city around. of Atlantis, would you feel better about it? It probably is, right? It could be. It's, just, it's something. Some underwater society that's no longer with us, unless that comes out Godzilla to... Town. <laughs> USA. Population one. <laughs> is it? I don't think that's USA. I don't. It's definitely not. I don't know what that's called. It, it was by... National water, probably. It was by Venezuela. Because they kept losing mm-hmm. Godzilla by Venezuela. <laughs> they lost him twice. Lost him at Venezuela again. Travel the Earth very fast in this. Yeah, like stupid fast. <laughs> they ignore things like airspace. But I like the self-sacrifice scene. He clearly loved. He loves Godzilla. Godzilla. Yes. yes, and Godzilla. He respects. You can see in his eyes there is a mutual respect there. He got to pet him. Yep. Or like show his respect. That that's the only thing that this movie did well. The only thing. I love self-sacrifice in movies. I actually felt connected to this character because he feels like a real human being. So I was actually a little emotional watching watching him do it. I was like, good on you, movie. This is the, this is your one. His relationship with Kyle Chandler is kind of weird. Yeah. They're like frenemies. They're not really frenemies. It's like they used to be closer. But now they're not. And now, now just Kyle Chandler wants Godzilla dead and... Kevin Lobby is like, he'll come around. I'll get him to come around. And he does. He did it. Because Godzilla killed Godzilla kind of murdered his son, so I mean... Yeah, but... It's not like, on purpose. Get the hell happens. out of... Alright, if Godzilla's coming, right? He's not going to sneak up on you. He's not. He's Although very, he does... He's very, very sneaky. He does sneak up on the submarine at one point. That was yeah. really expected as an audience member. <laughs> you don't have radar on this thing? Do you not... <laughs> It's like, okay, the light show stopped. Oh, he's right there. <laughs> but, like, yeah, if you're in a city and he's coming, get the hell out of the way. Move. Leave. I think they were trying to. No, I think they had a monster fetish and just wanted to stay and see what would happen. I don't know. But they were part of Monarch, so probably, yeah, they were. were probably tracking That's everything. That's true. With, so they're child endangerment. They're bad <laughs> parents. They're terrible parents. They're a terrible family. I mean, Emma's worse. Yeah, well, she's just a miserable human being. What's his name? Hank? Kyle Chandler? Coach Taylor? Yeah. I always root for Coach Taylor. Eric Taylor. Every movie. He can never be the bad guy. He's in Argo? I don't remember him being in Argo. I think he's one of the FBI agents. That sounds right. I just want to know your name. I feel like it starts with an H. It's Mark. 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 I got Hank. I was part of the way there. Ah, so Godzilla. Yeah. (laughs) We took, a, we took an X-Men segue that you'll never hear. <laughs> Sorry. What were we talking about? Um, Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. He does fine. Mediocre this. dad. Yeah. Well, really bad dad. Well, I guess he was... Better a, by comparison. Absentee dad, trying to get back into his daughter's life, but he the sent mom... He her pictures of... What was it? Monkeys? What was he studying? I... Uh, what animal? He was saying wolves eating was a carcass. He was, it was like, probably just wolves. Yeah. I don't know. I guess he moved on from... He's trying to find a cure to bring their son back. I guess. I don't think that's true. No. I made that up just now. <laughs> it sounds about... I think his son was smushed. Yeah. So, that's just a time issue. He's got to clone a new son from his DNA. They scraped off Godzilla's foot. That's an interesting movie. That it's more been, interesting than this. That would have been a choice. Yeah. You know what? I think I like that direction. Better than this lump of boring nothingness. I would have preferred it. Um, if they could do it in 90 minutes, it'd be great, too. So, Ghidorah's an alien. That was so stupid. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Because, yeah, and I, so at one point, the military very wisely drops an oxygen bomb. Which, by the way, this is the first we're hearing of this bomb that destroys everything. Yes, it kills everything. Which was, I expected this, too, when I, they... Cause they drop the bomb in the middle of the ocean where Godzilla and Ghidorah are fighting. And I said, oh, we should see all these dead fish rising up. And that's exactly what we got. So I was kind of like, all right, cool. I got one right. <laughs> the, it, it worked ki- out. It quote unquote kills Godzilla. 
I mean, Godzilla's vitals so go... Yeah, like, is, they're tracking his vitals through his sound, which is dumb. But it's consistent with the science in the movie, so it's okay. Yeah. I didn't care for it. So, Godzilla's believed to be dead, Ghidorah's not, and then they realize because Ghidorah's not from this planet. Because this bomb kills everything on a two-mile radius, something, something, like, that, something yeah. like that. So, yeah. Because she can't... Uh, the researcher... They already they already launched the bomb, and then he gets on the horn to tell them that they launched the bomb. Thanks for the heads up, yeah. asshole. Seriously. <laughs> By the way, you need to not be where you are, because we launched a missile that wipes out all life. Unreal. Incredible. Yeah, but Ghidorah uh, survives it. And becomes the new alpha. And they realize that the reason Ghidorah survives is because he's not from this planet and therefore an oxygen bomb has no effect on him, apparently. Because it can breathe anywhere. And it can regenerate heads. Which is weird. Well, it's like the, what was it, the Hydra? Where you chop a head off to grow back? I mean, it doesn't multiply heads, but it just regenerates constantly. Right. That's what it reminds me of. That's what it kind of looks yeah. like. Yeah. I think Ghidorah looks really cool. Yeah. I really... I don't like how Godzilla looks in these. I think, like, he looks like... He's made of granite, but really dirty granite. He's like a big rock monster. He looks like... Yeah, I mean, he looks better compared to the 98 version, which is the only thing I have to, like, go off of. The 98 version... The one? Yeah. I don't remember what he looks like in that. It's just a large dinosaur. I think I might prefer that. No, it's, it's dumb. Because in your, like mind when you think of like classic Godzilla like it, it does Godzilla's like stands straight up has like the spikes on his back has the tail can breathe fire this is just it looks like a raptor <laughs> it doesn't look good at all alright totally different somewhere in the middle then yeah I'm, I'm not a fan of the look of that one the other there are 17 monsters in this but only 4 of them fight really only three of them, as far as I remember, have names. It's well, Godzilla, Ghidorah, Mothra, and Radon. I don't remember Radon. Radon is like the one that Mothra's fighting. Like, oh, yeah, The yeah, wind, yeah. fire, the demon. Yeah, yeah, the fire demon. Looks like a veloc- no, uh, 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 pterodactyl, almost? Sure. Sorta? Yeah. Okay. That, okay. I thought Radon died. I thought so, too. Cause I Moth- thought Ghidorah killed him. No, I thought Mothra killed Mothra, like, is about to die and, like, stabs well, maybe. Radon, and then Radon, like, stops fighting and, like, falls. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Mothra gets a kill. But then, like, at the end of the movie, Godzilla wins, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> what? He's the king of the monsters. All the other monsters, like, gather around, and since I was checking my clock constantly. My refresh, wife, refresh. My phone constantly <laughs> for the time. So I knew we weren't going to get like a battle royal. So all the other monsters bow to Godzilla being king and Radon is one of them. So I'm like, oh, I thought you died. Maybe he also regenerates. Maybe they all regenerate. This is worse. Well, Mothra doesn't worse. regenerate, right? Well, Mothra, Mothra like sacrificed itself. To give power to Godzilla, which is a thing because I looked this up. Okay. Mothra like in many different Godzilla movies have... They have a thing going on, and she has sacrificed for it. They story. literally say that in this movie. Yes, they do. They got a thing going on. The podcast that has a thing, thing going, going on. on. That should have been. That would have been a choice. Would have been a choice. Wouldn't have won though. I like mine better. <laughs> and the whole Godzilla being too irradiated thing. What the hell? I guess when Ghidorah drops him through the atmosphere, it burns off the radio. I don't. I don't understand the science of this movie. Um, Why does he not explode like they claimed he was going to for about yeah, 10 minutes? Yeah, he doesn't. But I, it looked cool, I thought, with what? all like the fire and stuff going through Godzilla. Oh, sure, yeah. That looks, looks cool. Awesome. Uh, pretty but, much everything with the monsters looks cool in this. Yeah. I don't have a lot of complaints there. I guess I don't either. It's, the, it's the, the human part that sucks. Just sucks. It's, it's yeah, there's no redeeming story arc except for Ken Watanabe's really yeah and that was 10 minutes of fairly decent movie making that's it that's all we got did you stay for like the post credits yes I already forgot them well the during credits is major activity on Skull Island 
So I was like, okay. Yeah. So, and can we get this out of the way now? I know it's not this movie. It's yeah, going to yeah. be the next movie. Kong has no business being on the same field as Godzilla. But they're best friends. No, they're not. They're going to be best friends. Maybe. They have to fight the new threat. Because after fighting an alien super alpha king god, where's the drama and conflict in Godzilla vs. a monkey? That's pretty much what it is. Or an ape. Maybe they're going to be... Kong is classified as. I, I don't know either. He's the eighth wonder of the world. Seventh wonder of the world. Eighth. What's Godzilla? I don't, He's got to be a wonder of the world. He should be. He, he, should, he clearly is. Well, I hope they're battling each other and then they realize their moms have the same name and, <laughs> and then become My mom's name was Mrs. Kong too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to see him what takes place with this fight because I feel <laughs> I hate you again Godzilla's too OP for Tom oh yeah way too OP especially now absolutely yeah what a, what a uh... I don't like monster movies in the first place so I was starting from a very low point yeah I guess I tried to go in open minded but just like I knew I wasn't gonna like most of this movie Unless it surprised me, and it didn't surprise me. I, I like the first one. I know a lot of people were disappointed with the first one, mainly because they promoted the crap out of it with Brian Cranston, and he's like dead within two. He's the minutes. most interesting character in the movie. They kill him <laughs> off early, and then I have to watch Aaron Taylor Johnson for an hour and a half. No, but Bad. I thought the humans in that movie were better than this. I like that story more. But I wanted more... I don't remember the story of that. Well, he's just like ex-military. He's Brian Cranston's son. and He's, he's a bomb to, diffuser. Yeah, he's trying but to... But he can't defuse bombs. He's trying to get back to his family. I, I was on great. board with it. I was on board with it. But we didn't get enough monster action in that. Now we got a lot of monster action, but the humans are just so, so, so terrible. They really, what we should just get is 90 minutes of monster action. That's fine. And a couple of cutaways to humans... Pretending Reacting. they're doing things. Yes. Fine. Pretending they're influencing the fight. That's, there should that's be how you do this. Zero talking in this movie. It should be all screeches and screams and I don't know if I'm on board for that. I, I would be. Can Morgan Freeman narrate it, like frame narrate it? <laughs> I mean he could. I don't think we need it. <laughs> I would I mean I would prefer some kind of talking and I think that would treat it like it's a nature documentary. But <laughs> Like March, March of the Godzillas. Godzilla is flashing. This is a display of intimidation. Kong <laughs> <sighs> <Tongue> approaching. <laughs> anyway, so I guess my favorite scene would probably be yours, the Ken Watanabe self-sacrifice. Oh yeah, best part of the movie, hands down. And my least favorite scene might be the same as yours as well. Is the terrorist takeover of the Mothra base. That's actually not my least favorite. Wow, okay, that was my least favorite. I hate scene. that. I have one worse. Okay, give it to me. My least favorite is the conference call she has with them, where she explains her evil plan, uh, and has clips and slides prepared, as if this is some kind of awful PowerPoint presentation that she's giving to people about the destruction of mankind. It is the worst thing I have seen in a long time. She has yeah. little clips to show, oh, this is the destruction that it's going to cause. It's bad. This thing I just came up with, this is what it's going to look like, that we have no idea. It was great, but not at all good. I know, I'm changing the subject, sort of. Sure, why not? But this, there are a large contingent of people out there that are so on board with Thanos. So Thanos had it right, he had this plan, he was going to snap, wipe out half of the universe to save the universe, right? And they think he's the hero of Infinity War, which technically he's a hero of his own story, which every he, villain is. He but, is. He succeeds. Right? Which is fine, but he's not yeah. a good guy. And his no. and he executes his plan, but like, I have a problem with that. Nobody asked you to do this. We're fine. You don't need to do this. It, Who asked you to... Well, he took it on himself because we don't know any better. Well, F you, dude. I'm not even playing devil's advocate. And like... Clearly, we don't do so great having lost half the population because uh, it's kind of in ruins. Exactly. In game. 
So, certain. It's bad. He wasn't right. <laughs> right. But still, I know people who dislike the movie Avengers Endgame because they don't... They wanted Thanos' actions to be justified. Certain people feel that way. They don't treat... Thanos was their hero, and now, now Endgame treats him like a villain, and they can't handle it. He's a villain the whole time. He's just, he's just the protagonist in Infinity War. Yeah. That yes. doesn't make him any less of a villain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Super great. But I hate the pro-Thanos people, and I feel like Vera from Framiga's character she's is... So, she's so pro-Thanos. Yes. Exactly. Or like, would be if they existed in the same universe. I want to watch this movie with them and ask them their opinion of her character and say, is she the hero? <laughs> is this a good idea? No, she's awful. <laughs> Why? Because she's not purple. <laughs> No, she's right. We, we suck as a society, and therefore we're going to restart, and the Titans are going to do that. It's such a stupid idea. Thanos a- wasn't drastic enough. <laughs> he left half of our stupid asses. <laughs> we had a very small percentage left. But this is what this movie reminded me of. It was like, alright, she's like Thanos running around and going, I'm going to save the Earth by destroying the Earth. That is so dumb to me. It's a very classic tropey plot. For, like, restarting Gaia, and I'm, there's so many things I've seen with this plot in it. I can't remember them offhand. I feel like the Final Fantasy movie did this or something. Okay, so is it like a, more of like a Japanese style, or? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's exclusively a Japanese concept. It's just, I've seen a lot of people say that in movies, like, I don't know, stories do this a lot. They, they execute this in a Watchmen movie somewhat. Okay, yeah, kind of. Somewhat. It's more they're framing Dr. Manhattan by replicating his power to unite the two superpowers as a to have a common enemy, and therefore you save the world that way. It's not wiping out the majority of the population of the Earth in order to restart. That's dumb. It is so stupid. I'm not arguing against you. At really any point here. I have a problem with that trope. I really, really do. And this movie's not enjoyable. <laughs> no, not particularly. Do we have anything else we want to touch on? I want to hear Corey's thoughts verbatim. Okay. <laughs> do you want Do you want us to read it first and then me read Corey's, or do you want me to read Corey's before then? How about you read Corey's? Okay. And then because he gave me a reading too, but he at didn't. the end. Yes. So let's read his thoughts, then rate it, and then do Corey's rating. I like that. Okay. So that treat I promised you guys earlier, I have notes from Corey on his his thoughts on the Godzilla movie, and he did this, once again, he did this in the car, text-to-speech. So parts of it sound a little bit like gibberish. I'm reading it verbatim because this is what we all deserve. (laughs) I can't wait. Corey writes, Godzilla, what is there to say this movie really is not very good? Is it they tried to bog this movie down with plot, which is not what anybody is really looking for when it comes to a monster movie? Where she at, I'm really getting sick and tired of these monster movies where A, the monster, is ultimately the good guy, and B, where they're not really focused. No, sorry. And be where they're not really focused on the monster that much. We saw this in Kong, and we see it way worse in this. We're really... This movie is about the Hydra more than it's about anything else, and that is super frustrating to me. <laughs> I think I got the gist of what Corey's putting down here. I th- yeah, so he's saying... Well, there's more, but... Alright, but but that the first part is... So we'll break it down by paragraph. Godzilla... Should be the monster should be the focal enemy of human, and our main characters are Godzilla fanboys, so we don't get that. He doesn't want us to work with Godzilla; he wants us to destroy all monsters. That was Kyle Chandler's plan at the onset of the movie. It is okay. I could go on for hours about all of the really shitty plot points in this movie, but at the end of the day, far away the worst thing is the moment that they decide to explode a nuclear bomb next to a passed out and beat up Godzilla because fuck you just destroyed its home. Where is it going to go back to defeat? If it gets beat up again, what are you doing? So, I'm going to disagree with this point here. I also am going to disagree <laughs> with this point. It's the best thing this movie does. They Godzilla 
It is kind of shitty that they destroyed his little Godzilla town. Fine. But... I'll agree with that part. If they don't... Ex- uh, if they don't... Uh, what, what's the word for this? Detonate the bomb? Yeah. Then Ghidorah is going to destroy the planet yep. and... But- Lesser of two evils. Yeah, so you okay. have to do it. You, you, you're forced to do this in order to uh, have Godzilla recover at and a rate in the rest of this movie fast enough to save the world by destroying King Ghidorah. They said it would take years if he just laid there next to the radiation and took a little Godzilla nap. We didn't have that kind of time. No, so. we had hours. So, sorry, it's short your home, bro. You're gonna have to make a new one. We need you right now. You understand. We good, dog? <laughs> and his last paragraph. Favorite scene, definitely, when you see all of the other monsters, Titans. I enjoy looking at them. I enjoyed the visuals of them for the most part. But again, those brief moments of coolness are just taken away by a really dumb plot that I have. I just simply don't care about. And then he included his rating, which I will tell you after we give our ratings. Alright, two out of three ain't bad. Picking up what you're putting down, quarter for the most part, but... 66% on board with the Corey review. 66 is fresh. So it is. <laughs> We're right there with you. That is just borderline passing in school. Absolutely. As I just hinted at, here's the part of the show where we rate the movie that we just reviewed with using a number of Infinity Stones from 1 to 6. To give it 6 stones, you can also give it the Infinity Gauntlet, which is the highest honor you can bestow upon a film such as this one. I don't think either of us are giving it a gauntlet. Spoiler alert. No, definitely not. Let's rate Godzilla King of the Monsters. Do you want me to start? Yeah, start like it up. You had to start everything sure, here. With the two, with the two man yeah. back and forth. I have a feeling all three of our stories are going to be the same. Probably. So, yeah, I don't know what else to do here other than mirror most of my thoughts. It's a monster movie. I don't care for monster movies. However, the monster part of this movie is the only thing worth watching. The writing is incredibly poor for the human characters. I wish most of it wasn't there. The mom is an awful, awful person and deserved to die even worse than she got. I'm giving this movie two stones, and I'm never watching it again. <laughs> I don't think it's awful enough to get one stone, but it's not good at all. Sequel? This is a perfect definition of a two-stone movie. It's, it's bad. I never want to see it again, but there are cool elements to it. Ghidorah's awesome. Ghidorah's awesome. The monster fights are good. Yeah. Um, Those are the highlights, but it's not enough. It definitely isn't enough. I mean, I prefer this to, like, Pacific Rim 2, because... I had more fun with Pacific Rim 2. Really? Yeah. This is... It's better The giant action. Yeah, the giant action is better in this, but for whatever reason, I had more fun with that. But yes, this movie isn't good by by any stretch. I'll, I'll never watch it again. It's far from the worst movie we've ever reviewed on this podcast, though. I'll, I'll give it that. That's, oh, yeah. That, that's something. So, it's no Catwoman. No, it is no Catwoman. It's no Spirit. It's no Howard the Duck. It's no Fan Four Stick. This is actually tolerable. But yes, two stones seems very appropriate. And Corey's going to sweep it because he sent two stones also. We were right. Oh, <laughs> good job, us. It's like we do a podcast together and we know each other's scores. Yeah, I think... Did we sweep the last couple? It's entirely possible that we... Yeah, I think we probably did. At least, if not all of them, probably like 75% of them. Yeah. Like the last four or five movies we've done. Plenty of new releases to go around this, this summer. we still got two more in a row. Yes, we do. Yay. <laughs> one of them might be bad and the other one might be bad. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> well, you already know one of them. Next week's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot to talk about. Good. A lot to digest. Can't wait. But before then, if you saw Godzilla King of the Monsters or you want to let us know your thoughts about an upcoming new release movie so we get it in time for that episode, you can send us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. We have a Twitter, Joe. <laughs> what? We do. I believe it's at zthpodcast. It sure is. You're nailing it. Woo! <laughs> you can tweet us your thoughts on Godzilla King of the Monsters. Twitter, you can do more than 140 characters now, right? I think they doubled it to 280. Okay. I forget the exact count. Godzilla King of the Monsters, it's a lot of characters. It is. Just shorten it. Godzilla KOTM. Perfect. Love it. 
We also have an Instagram. We sure do. I believe that's also called at ZJ's Podcast. You were batting a thousand today. Hell yeah. Doing all the plugs. Normally I just have my two lame ones, but... <laughs> if you have come into contact with a Titan, take a picture of it and send it on Instagram at ZJ's Podcast. Please do. Especially if you live in Tennessee, it's way easier. Huh? It <laughs> took me a second. Yeah. You see Marcus Mariota walking around. <laughs> oh, only sports fans got that. Very good. Yeah, which is probably not the majority of the dozens of people that listen to this show. <laughs> anyway. We should put a poll out. <laughs> it's neither here nor there, though. It's these six people vote on it. God. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Podcast. Or search for us in Facebook. Zeros Talking Heroes. Zeros and Heroes and an E-S. Excellent work, sequel. Way to pick up for Corey Slack. Sure. That's what I'm here you for. You performed admirably. Thank you. And the last thing I want to let you know is that you can find us on your podcast app of choice, be it iTunes or Pocket Cast. Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict. And if you want to give us a five-star rating, that would be awesome. If you're enjoying the show, let people know that. Tell people about the show. Subscribe. If you want to leave a review, that's also something you can do if you're into that. But really, the word of the mouth and the the five stars is what we need. Absolutely. It's what we crave, like plants in idiocracy. That's right. We need it. <laughs> we need it to survive. We made it this long. I mean, this is episode 150. Wow. What a, what a 150. I didn't, honestly, folks, I did not think we'd get this far. <laughs> None of us did. None of us did. But and we're we persevering. Starting a new show soon. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Keep your ears open for announcements. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and stuff. We'll tell you there. Enough of that, because next time we're going to be talking about Dark Phoenix. We teased it probably four or five times during this. We sure did. Can confirm right now it's going to be Dark Phoenix. Tune in for that one. And until next time, on behalf of Sequel and I, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Godzilla King of the Monsters, I'm sure, is someone's. And they made a choice. They sure did. Take care, everybody. Bye.